Hi. Hello. And welcome. We're your hosts. I'm Alex. And I'm Kat. You found the two PFFs you didn't know you needed, but you're glad you have. Congratulations. You have found your people. Enjoy the ride as we navigate what it's like to live live out loud. Hello. Hey there. How's it going? It's good, man. I love February. So far, so good. (laughs) I think that I always love February just because, like, January, I know that, like, every year it's, like, a new surprise that January lasts 3,000 years. But it really does. And so I just always am like, yay, we're in a new month. Yay, we're in a new month. Well, that and, like, January's quick. Like, we know it's a short month, but it's also a leap year. And also... Poxitani, whatever, the gerbil. Oh, no, it's a groundhog. It's a groundhog. <laughs> the groundhog didn't see his shadow, so hopefully it's going to get warmer here yeah, soon. Yeah, some I'm spring. Some spring. You know, we're going to be dying in like April, and you're going to be like, oh, it's hot. But touche, touche, yeah, but yeah, I'm but sick of the cold. Same, same. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm also sick of the dark. Like, I'm ready for it to be light again, and that's what I'm looking yes. forward to with March. But I digress. I love love. I love love month. I hope everybody's enjoying our self-love challenge that we've got going on on socials. Yes, yes. Yes. I'm enjoying it. <clears throat> Me too. I just, I think it's so important and I, I love the message that's spreading and I'm, you know, I hope everybody's just, just loving it as much as we are because it's awesome. Oh, sure. So don't forget to uh, find us on our social platforms, mm-hmm. a little too much podcast and we got some fun stuff that we drop on there. Every we do. Then. We do. Um, but today's guest. Ooh, um, is, you know, maybe kind of important to me, you know, just a little bit. On a certain, certain days of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we have my husband, um, Pastor Tommy Odom in the house. Welcome, Tommy. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Good. Um, he's wearing a I Love My Wife shirt. When she lets me go fishing. When she lets me go (laughs) fishing. Um, so we wanted you to share today about, um, you know, being a guy in a relationship and, you know, how you can show up for, you know, your partner, um, especially during Valentine's day, because every girl on the planet will say, I don't care about Valentine's day. It doesn't matter to me. It's such a made up holiday. I don't like flowers. Flowers just die. I don't know. They don't mean it. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't Unless you're me. <laughs> they do mean it, but it's fine. But I don't mean it all the time. Right. But like you 90%. wouldn't turn down some flowers if like right. you wouldn't turn down flowers if they yeah, came the home. The only reason why we don't really celebrate it is because Brayden's birthday is like three days before. So that's not the same as not caring. That's fair. <laughs> so we talk about a lot as women around this concept of if he wanted to, he would. Yes. Right. And of course my husband knows how I feel about this because I am of that mentality. Like if you wanted to, you would. And there's lots of rhetoric out there from guys. It's like, well, I don't have the money or I don't have the time or I don't have the, you know, insert excuse here, but you have done things in our relationship. We we don't always, you know, have had the most money. We have you don't always have the most time. We have four kids. We have lots of jobs. Like you haven't always had the most time. So I just kind of want you to share a little bit about um, 
combating some of that and that you, you have found ways over the years, even when we were in like a lot of lack, whether it was time or resources, um, to show up in those ways, not just on Valentine's day, um, obviously, but, um, guys, if you're listening, go buy your girl something for Valentine's day, even if it's just a card, like she'll appreciate it. Um, but anyway, just talk a little bit to that and then we'll just kind of go from there. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, when it comes to time, it's, if you wanted to, you would, you'd make the time one way or another. And it's planning in advance. The good thing about most holidays, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever it is, is that they're on the same date every year. I know that's a surprise <laughs> to a lot of the dudes that are going to listen to this, but that's just the truth, guys. It's on the same date every year. With electronics, devices, and stuff that we have now, you can put it all in your calendar. You can set reminders. You can do things like that to remind you that, hey, Valentine's Day is coming up. And then the other side of it is just planning well in advance as far as knowing. Maybe you don't necessarily go buy it immediately, you know, two weeks beforehand. Maybe it is the day before. But you need to think about that. Is it something that is readily available? Can I go get it today if I need to? If you are in a busy season of life and it takes time to do things like that, at Valentine's Day, you're going to have flowers. They're going to be everywhere. But if you want really nice flowers, you better not wait until the day of. If you just want to get some easy flowers, you know, you can go to Kroger, you can go to Publix and stuff like that. Uh, you know that I do that on a regular basis. I haven't done it in a few weeks, but just pick up flowers from Kroger, Publix, places that you can get a $15 bouquet of flowers. Now on Valentine's Day, that's <laughs> you need you need to do a little more if you can. And you need to plan ahead because those same flowers aren't going to be there. They're going to be readily sold. So I think for a lot of it, when it comes to Valentine's Day, when it comes to guys, you need to plan ahead. You just need to think a little bit further ahead than what you have today. February 14th comes around the same time of year every year. So there's really no excuse. And I think with with ladies, I think that's kind of where they get frustrated is that there's always an excuse as why you didn't do it. Well, why? <laughs> because it happens like this every single year. You can plan for this and you can think ahead and you can get ahead of this and, and do something nice. Um, sometimes we didn't have a lot. And sometimes it was a handwritten note. It was flowers. It was a box of chocolates that you got from, uh, you know, somewhere inexpensive, whether Walmart, Dollar Store, anything like that. But also then, even then, when you don't have a lot of money, it's choosing the things that you know your spouse likes. Like, mm -hmm. that's an important part of it. Is that, I'm, say I don't have money. Say I don't have a lot of time. Well, that's okay. Both of those things happen, and, and they've happened for us a lot over the years. Mm -hmm. If I don't have enough money and I don't have enough time, I can still have enough money if I'm going to spend $30. She doesn't want me to go spend $30 and get little Reese's hearts if she doesn't like Reese cups. You, you see what I'm saying? She wants me to go get Dove chocolates. You like the little Dove chocolates. And so I'll go get those versus getting something like that. Um, if she doesn't like red roses, you get something else. You get lilies. You get something else that she likes. It doesn't matter what it is. It, it's, a, it's a matter of I don't have much money. I don't have enough time. Okay, well, at least spend the little bit of money you do and take the little bit of time you have and do the things that she likes. And that takes something that is very inexpensive. And that's just a little thought. <laughs> it's thinking about your spouse just a little bit to do the things that she wants to do and the things that she appreciates and not the things that you just happen to think of. And I think that's where the rub is for a lot of women. 
uh, and a lot of ladies when it comes to stuff like this, again, is that it's not that it wasn't a lot. It's not that uh, you didn't have time. It's that with the little bit you did have and the time that you did have, you still didn't really think it through. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't <laughs> right. give a lot of effort, you know, in, in mm -hmm. the process. So um, I try well, to, I think I too, it's like, yeah, well, I think too, though, it's like a lot of men, you know, they, they can remember when, you know, FSU plays Florida, right. They can remember, okay. you know, what, like D and D schedule. Right. Right. They they can remember these things that are important to themselves. But what they don't understand is that when women are saying, well, I don't feel important. Mm -hmm. I don't feel valued. Right. It has nothing to do with the amount of money in your wallet. Right. It has to do with, well, you didn't remember my birthday, but you remembered that you needed to pick up, you know, uh, a pizza to take to your buddy's house for this game on this day. You know when the Super Bowl is. Right. Right. And so I think that's kind of where that rub comes in is that intention and that showing that value um, in your partner. And one of the things that you, you've even picked flowers before. I mean, that has been something that you've done. Like when we didn't have the money for you to buy flowers, like you have stopped and picked flowers um, and brought them home before that. illegally, but you did it. Um, but you also, you also make me a meal every year for Valentine's day. Yeah. And, and in the beginning, that was cheap. In the beginning, it was uh, little chicken patties that, that you got. Um, you know, now try to do a little more by good chicken, you know, and, and by some of the good things that we really want to and doing that. But in the beginning, that, was, that wasn't much. It was a couple pieces of, of cheese that we got cheap, you know, from the store. And uh, these little hand-breaded chicken patties that were already pre-made that really now weren't that good. But still, it, it was the thought and the intention behind it because I knew that that was something you liked. I didn't have a lot, but I knew what I did have was probably more valuable than anything I could spend. And that was that I knew what you liked and I knew what you wanted. And mm -hmm. some of that was just asking questions. And then on the opposite side of that, though, is communication back. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's I'm asking you what you like. And if you tell me it doesn't matter for a guy, that's all he's going to hear. Well, it doesn't matter. So if I just if I just pick you something up, then then you're going to be OK with it. And then when I show up and you didn't want that, well, then there's confusion there for a guy. We're very lineal thinkers. This is the direction we're going. And if you tell me it's not important, then I'm just going to think it's not important. The reality is I know that it is. And it took 20 years of marriage to understand these things are important sometimes, even if she says it's not. And so a little bit of intention goes a long way. Just being intentional about it. Again, even if I don't have time, even if I don't have money. Um, but I will say that I think sometimes it does become an excuse. And guys, I don't want to be too hard, but that's just the truth. It becomes an excuse of, of, of my lack of intention. I don't have money and I don't have time. And all I'm doing is excusing my lack of intention in the process to my wife and my spouse. Mm, that's good. And even from like, you know, we're obviously talking about Valentine's day, it's coming up, but just like the day to day, mm -hmm. like that helps like remember the bigger moments. Like if you're only thinking about like, okay, I only have to do something for my spouse on our anniversary, her birthday and Valentine's day. And I'm good. Like, that's not necessarily true either. And it's like those small things, like I think you posted on social media, like 
the coffee in the morning, just mm-hmm. like a small thing yeah. that like you thought of like, oh, hey, I'm going to like grab this coffee, psh, put it in the microwave. It's going to be there when she wakes up. This seems like a simple question, but there's probably a lot of people listening who don't know how to love their partners well. Mm-hmm. How did you get to the point where you thought about <laughs> the, the coffee and not just like getting home, getting the kids, doing the thing? I mean, some of it was, in all honesty, watching my own dad. My own dad did a lot of those kind of things. and the, But then some of it was watching my dad not do those things and learning from that. <laughs> I have always been, I, I want to avoid a lot of pains as much as I possibly can. Unnecessary pain. There's pain that you go through that builds discipline and stuff like that. I don't want to avoid that. But I want to avoid some unnecessary pains. And one of those is, is I learned sometimes from some of the things that my father didn't do well. My dad did a lot of things really well. And my dad did a lot of small things for my mom. Like one of the things my mom, my dad did early on when I was young, and he didn't have money and he didn't have time. Okay. I understand that. He, he went into construction work when he was 14 years old and worked hard labor construction when I was growing up. Uh, and still does in his own business and remodeling business. But I remember vividly, my dad would bring home every Friday when he got paid a bag of boiled peanuts for me that he would get at a roadside stand on the way in the middle of nowhere and a rose for my mom every Friday. And they, and they didn't have much. And so dad showed me early on that those little things made a huge difference along the way. It builds that bank account of love along the way so that when you don't do something right and you you make that stupid decision or stupid choice because we all are going to both sides when we make that stupid decision or choice or not so smart thing then it's you're not draining that account you've built it up so when you didn't think through valentine's day it's not as it's not as hard as um you haven't done anything up to Valentine's day. And I think that's part of it too, is that sometimes those things are really difficult because you didn't do anything along the way, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, it just takes a little thought, it takes a little bit of a little pro, you know, a little processing information, learning your spouse and knowing who she is. And um, as much as I want to say, I know everything about Katie, I really don't. There are things that I'm still learning along the way um, that, that I need to pay attention to. Yeah. Tell, uh, tell the story about being at the grocery store and, uh, about trying to stay out of trouble. Which one? You were buying flowers and they were like, Oh, oh what'd you yeah. do or whatever. Yeah. So I, I bought flowers, uh, for Katie a couple months ago. <clears throat> and, um, it was actually a couple interactions there that were really funny. Um, but the first interaction was, was with a guy that, uh, when I walk up to the cash register, I get behind him in line and I have flowers and he said, Oh, somebody's in trouble. I took, I, I looked at him and I didn't think about it. And I said, no, this is how you stay out of trouble. You get flowers before you get in trouble. That way, when you do, uh, it's, not, it's, not it's not, it's not as bad because you've already, you've already been buying flowers for a while now. You've, you're just kind of, you're, you're kind of, Planning in advance because <laughs> there's it's going to matter of time. you know I'm I'm going to come home with something I wasn't supposed to have as far as fishing gear or 
you know, something like that. And, and those flowers are going to make a difference. Um, but then the other interesting in, uh, interaction in that story was with the lady at the cash register when she started checking me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, check it, check in my groceries out. Not, you know, not, not checking me out. <laughs> sure. Uh, when she, when she was name. checking out my groceries. Um, this was, this was interesting because this was an older lady. This lady was in her probably late fifties or sixties. And she just was going on and on. She's like, man, this is really nice. Those are some really pretty flowers. This is really nice of you to do this. She just, she went on and on to the point where I'm like, lady, I can give you these and go get her some more if that's what you want. I wanted, I really did. I wanted to give her the flowers because it's like, man, nobody has ever bought you flowers. Um, you know, and so that, that was, that was an interesting, uh, interesting interaction in general um, because well, it just, doesn't I happen want, very often. No. And I just want to say that like, if you're a woman who really doesn't like flowers, I mean, I love them. Okay. I love fresh flowers and a lot of women do, but if you're a woman who doesn't like flowers, then please communicate that to your partner and dudes, please listen and find out what she does like because you coming home with flowers when she genuinely doesn't like them. Maybe the smell of them gives her a headache. Okay. Like if she genuinely doesn't like them, then you're not achieving the goal. Okay. Yes. It's the thought that counts. But after the first couple of times of her telling you, Hey, flowers give me a migraine. Then the thought isn't a good thought anymore. Right. It's just yeah. doing the action. Cause it's like a checkbox. Mm-hmm. It's not, like what Tommy was saying earlier, the follow, like the thought, like you were almost there, but you got me Reese's cups and I like really hate peanut butter. Like what the heck? Like, right. We've been married for 20 years, you know? So the, but being able to communicate on both sides, like, okay, like this isn't what I, I love. Like, okay. I know Brayden loves donuts. So if I ever bring him home donuts, mm-hmm. like it's, we're good. Like mm-hmm. games that match, like, but if I brought home, like he doesn't like flowers, like if I brought home things that he wouldn't really enjoy or even did something for him that didn't really benefit him, mm-hmm. then like I'm not really getting the point across. Like and it doesn't have to be like, yes, like time and finances, like, OK, flowers can be expensive, especially around Valentine's Day. But like the handwritten card or mm-hmm. like, OK, here's our chore breakouts. Like this is what we do every week. Like doing their chore for them or doing something small around the house throughout the year, Mm -hmm. like can make a huge impact. Well, there's so many things that don't cost an extra cent at all. Right. Right. It's like, you know, maybe your, your spouse is like really stressed and like rubbing their shoulders would make them feel really good and take some tension off of them. Mm -hmm. That's free. Right. Foot rubs are also free. Okay. And I love Mm -hmm. them. All right. Um, Tommy knows that. (laughs) And you know, um, cooking dinner when you're usually the one, you know, who doesn't cook and you're, you know, like that would really make your spouse like happy. Right. right? Um, things like that. Or also planning a night that you're doing something that they enjoy. Right. You know, it's like, well, you know, I like rom-coms, but Tom's likes, you know, action movies. So if I want to show him love, okay, well, I'm going to plan a night where we, you know, watch an action movie on Netflix. These things don't cost any money, but they show purpose and intention. Um, Tommy's dad, I think he still does probably, but he leaves post-it notes around the house for Mm -hmm. his mom, right? That just like, you know, love notes, 
all over the place in her car on the bathroom mirror i mean just randomly around it doesn't cost him anything except a few seconds of his time right and those things go a long way and you go through seasons right you go through seasons in your relationship where you know you have a lot of time you have a lot of time for each other you know, uh, you have more resources, things like that. And you go through seasons where resources are scarce and you don't have as much time. And, and we talked about that on the podcast last week, right? Where we talked about how you're not going to be in a season all the time where you have a lot of time for your partner, you have a lot of time for yourself. You're going to have those seasons, but setting these intentions, that's the first step. I feel like is that people don't understand the whole, if, he wanted to he would mm-hmm. if he wants to he will right i mean that's what it comes down to is that that intention i want to be thoughtful i want to show love to my partner these are the ways that i can do that learning those things i mean you don't know that at the beginning of a relationship really you don't know how to it takes time and studying your partner and learning what they like and what they don't like for sure yeah, there's there's a mutual respect there that's gained over a long period of time, and that's that's I think that's what miss what's missing in a lot of relationships and marriages right now is the benefit of time, long term of going through things together, um, you know, just life in general. Not not really difficult things. Difficult things have different adverse effects to everybody. So I'm not saying that, but I'm talking about just literally dealing with normal life on a long-term basis, you know, and having that mutual respect that at this point in our marriage, we'll be 20 years this year. And at this point in our marriage, we've gone through a lot of crap together. We just have, we've gone through a lot of good things, but a lot of just really crappy stuff together too. That was sometimes unfair, sometimes of our own making, sometimes that we couldn't, that had nothing to do with us. It just had to do with what we were dealing with at the time. And we're still dealing with some of those things even right now. But the but the long-term effects of going through something with somebody builds love in a way that just nothing else does. And so you learn what it means to love that person in really small ways because the big the big things come and go. The big mm-hmm. the big things come and go all the time. And you don't always have the money for the big things and the big moments. Um, we're going on a big trip this year, but that, but it'll be a while before we go on another big trip, you know, um, until this podcast takes off and you guys are making millions. And then I'm just, you know, (laughs) I'm a stay at home dad all the time. And that's fine with me too. Uh, you know, but, but whatever it is, those things take time. And so you learn what those little things mean along the way. And if you're not doing that and you're constantly relying on the big things to show love and appreciation, then, that love will eventually fade. Love, love is not a feeling and an emotion all the time. Sometimes it's built over a very long period of time and it's learned. You know, it's like you're talking about, say it's, say it's not Reese's. I, I keep going back to that because I, I like Reese's peanut butter cup. But say, but say that it's not and she's allergic to peanuts. And you didn't learn that somewhere along the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you didn't you didn't learn that somewhere, brother. You know, you learned that somewhere. Um, and on the other side for for the the lady in the relationship or whoever it is in the relationship, it's having that same mutual respect and understanding too, and and doing those same things. Um, men, we just have a hard time sometimes of being aware of that. Our 
our focus sometimes is on provision and taking care of things and getting stuff done. And I have to really be very careful of that because especially like right now when things are so busy and going to grad school and taking care of the kids and uh, church work and tournament season is kicked off really. And so they're moving in a thousand different places. And I can admit that I haven't bought flowers in, in several weeks and I need to do that. Um, the coffee makes a difference and stuff like that. But, but I can admit that I haven't been giving enough attention lately. And it's just of those little things because little things are like little Lego bricks. They build on top of one another long-term for long-term success. Absolutely. And it's going to look different in every season. It is. And Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of being, you know, we've got the technology, right? Like I keep a little tip I keep for myself. I have a locked note on my phone that can only be opened with my face. (laughs) That is like all these random things that like Braden just spats out, like just, you know, things that he wants, things that he's thinking about is random, you know, neurodivergent hobby that he's developed, (laughs) um, you know, a random candy that he had or a restaurant he went to. I I try and, you know, sneak over and type those in every now and then because I know myself Mm -hmm. and that like it's sometimes in one ear and out the other because we're just chatting about whatever or I also have ADHD so I just don't remember sometimes. And so, but for me, like my effort is putting that note in and it comes in handy, Mm -hmm. especially when people want to get him something and they have no idea because he Mm -hmm. has extremely expensive taste. Like, I've got a cheaper option for you or whatever. And like, oh, he's been wanting to upgrade something. Um, You know, he's been using this razor and he wants to do whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, setting reminders for yourself is great. Putting in a note about mm-hmm. your like partner is great. Like there are ways to combat the excuses. that Exactly. Build when you're not going to have, you're not going to always have the time. Right. And we keep going back to that, but it's, it's in different seasons. And the idea is that if you're being thoughtful and you're doing these things along the way, you know, then in the season where things get really busy and you're in chaos, right. Then you're not, your partner isn't over here feeling like you don't love them or you don't care for them or whatever it is, because you have this history, right. Of these have been your actions and intentions, Right. It's like Tom's keep saying, you know, I I haven't bought flowers in a few weeks. Well, he hasn't, but I haven't given it like a thought of, oh, well, he doesn't love me or he's not thinking about me or whatever. It's been, well, he just started school and he's got this going on. He says he has these extra expenses this month. And I know in my head and he's already planning in his brain for Valentine's Day. Right. Like, and so I know those things. Right. Right. You communicate. Exactly. And for couples, I think it's important for couples to understand that in different seasons of your lives, this is going to look different. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're newly married and, and your life is just about the two of you and, you know, you have the time, that's the time really. I mean, I encourage all young married couples to take that time and really learn each other and learn your likes and your dislikes and what works for you and what doesn't work for you. But then be open to the fact that you grow and change as people 
So you need to be constantly be checking in with each other as the time goes by that, you know, you might used to have liked this. And you don't really like it anymore. No, that's huge. Like it doesn't always have to be a surprise. Like you mm-hmm. don't have to always, you know, right. come home and like, mm-hmm. Oh, here's, you know, a surprise like this morning. Great example. I can't have caffeine right now. Um, we woke up on Saturday on the weekends. Usually Braden's the one that like gets up, lets the dog out. Cause I'm the one that does it during the week. And so for him, that's just like, lets me sleep in and whatever. Um, and this morning he was like, Hey, you can't have coffee. Right. And so instead of making a pot of coffee, he did a pot of like green tea. And like, that was great. It was a small thing. Like it wasn't a surprise or mm-hmm. anything, mm-hmm. but I was like, wow, he is paying attention to my lifestyle choices and my changes and the things that I'm doing or not doing mm-hmm. in, in the food I'm eating or just my day-to-day right. life. That, and that's so important. And it, it's such a way to show you love and support, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right, in this current season that you're in, right. you know? And then, you know, when if you do have children, when you do have children, the number of children you have can really drastically change your relationship and, and the dynamics of your home, mm-hmm. right? And some seasons are harder than others um, with children. And so you're not always going to have the time to have dates, or have movie nights or what, like you barely have time to look at each other and be like, Hey, I love you before you pass out at night. And some seasons are like that and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Right. It's the little intentions along the way, because what happens in so many marriages, Tommy and I've seen this a lot is that what happens in so many marriages is you stop looking, you stop having the intention, you stop noticing And then so much time goes by that you haven't noticed and you haven't tried and you haven't put forth an effort. And then the little things become big things. Yeah. You, you really, um, you really don't want the lack of the little things to be big things in your marriage. You, you, those big things can build up over time and then and then they're hard to work through. And you said something earlier that, that we've been talking about a lot lately, and it's that we wish early on we would have made some different choices that would have isolated us from other people and things that we were doing. That we would have separated ourselves more from family and families don't like that. They don't like to hear that. And that's OK but that we would have separated ourselves more from family when we had the opportunity, not try to make it to Sunday dinners and things like that, not try to be everywhere where people want us to be. We would have went on trips. We would have made a way. We would have done things a little bit differently early on, uh, even if it was just camping, even if it was something simple that we didn't have a lot of money for. So we get to understand the big things, but also learn those little things. What makes, what makes the difference? Mm-hmm. What does she like? What does he like? Uh, what makes a difference for her um, versus him? Um, now, you know, the coffee thing that got brought up at the very beginning, um, I went somewhere where I knew what coffee she liked and I knew how she liked that coffee. I knew it was early in the morning that she would want a hot coffee, not a cold coffee because it's early in the morning and she likes hot coffee in the morning and she likes cold coffee in the afternoon. So later in the day, yesterday, I stopped. Uh, on, on my way back from a, uh, from a trip, <clears throat> I stopped and, and I got uh, two cold coffees because I wanted a coffee and I knew that she wanted a cold coffee in the afternoon. 
It's, the, it's those little details that make a big difference. It really does. I know that she wants a hot coffee early in the morning, but I know that she wants a cold coffee later on the afternoon, no matter really the weather, unless it's really cold. And then she wants a hot coffee in the afternoon. So it's not taking a bunch of money and it's not taking a bunch of time. It's knowing those things over a long period of time. And, and that's where the longevity comes into play because it took me a long time to figure that out. It just mm-hmm. did. It took me a long time to figure that out. Not necessarily because she wasn't communicating or I wasn't communicating, but just because we grow as individuals and as people and, and things change. I mean, yeah. there was one time we didn't have a coffee shop anywhere near where we live. So how am I going to get her coffee? Right. right. right? How, how am I going to do that? There were other, we, we didn't even have a grocery store in town in the, in the town we lived in for five years. So how am I going to do this? So I had to learn other ways. The coffee routine is something new because we live in a yeah. town that has coffee. And so you, you, you've got to be a learner. You've got to be a yeah. student essentially of your wife and of your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and having that mutual respect where it both, it goes both ways. And I think that's important yeah. to say it, it does. It goes both ways because ladies, if you want your husband, spouse, person, friend, uh, you know, to, to show love to you, you've got to be doing that too and showing that on the opposite side and communicating. Yeah. Uh, if they ask, well, what do you like? Just don't say, well, it doesn't matter because it does matter. Ultimately it mm-hmm. does. So if you want your coffee, you want a medium iced coffee with cream and caramel flavoring. That's what you need to say. Because for a guy, it does need to be spelled out. It needs to be spelled out exactly like that. This is what I want. And you may have to text him four or five times before he gets it. But I promise you, he will. If you if you keep communicating and for I don't know why it works that way. I can tell you what. This is a little weird, but what everybody in our home church group drives, what vehicle they all drive. But it took me a long time to learn what kind of coffee she drinks. It just did. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It just did. It, the, the brain doesn't fire the same way. With but you know where I want a Diet Coke from? Where I want a Diet Coke from? Quick Trip. Or? Uh, no, 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 McDonald's. McDonald's is where you really want a Diet Coke from. I'll take one from the Quick Trip, but mm, McDonald's. McDonald's yeah, is different, different for some reason. That's it's different. different. So one of the things is, she thinks is different. It's different. So one of the it's, things it's, even that there, I want you that's part of it, right? I, I may not yeah. like it and it may not make sense to me, but it makes sense to you. And that's, what's important. Exactly. Exactly. One of the things I want you to touch on briefly is because I think it's important is that in a lot of relationships, um, a guy will do these things because he wants something from his spouse or partner. And on the flip side, a female will think when he is doing these things, he's only doing it because he wants sex. So can we go there? We're going there. So I would like you to speak to a little bit about how, you know, just take that, take away, take that away. Yeah. When it, when it comes to intimacy and it comes to sex and it comes to um, doing things, that is a perception that's in our culture. A guy's only going to do something if he wants something from you. And that that's something that every person, every guy and girl need to be aware of, of that, that perception that's there. And it's a perception because part of it is true. There is a partial truth to that, that guys will do more because they are looking they are looking for that physical intimacy. And the, and the reality is, guys, is that if you want to get past that, um, 
you, you have to be repetitive in those things and consistent in those things. If you don't want her to feel that way, and I don't think you do, if you do, you're not loving your spouse correctly. And that's a whole nother conversation that we need to have. Right. right. If you're only doing things for your spouse because you want something, then you're not loving your spouse correctly. And we need to have that conversation. But if you don't want her to feel that way and you shouldn't, then you need to be consistent and repetitive in showing those little things and the big things. You need to be repetitive and consistent in remembering Valentine's Day and remembering the anniversaries and remembering the birthdays so that she doesn't think, well, you only remember because you want something from me physically. And you, right. and you don't bring flowers home just after an argument because you want to make up from the argument and you want the physical intimacy. That's why I told the guy in line, it's like, I bought, I'm buying flowers before she feels that way is what I was trying to tell him. I was being funny, but that's what I was trying to tell him. I buy these things and I do these things before she thinks I want something from her. But you've got to do that if you've already built in your relationship that she thinks that you're doing this because you want something from her. You have to do that consistently for a very long period of time. The mind has a long memory and, and, it, and it remembers what we've done for a very long time. And so you have to, to change that memory and to change that thought process and that belief system. You have to do those things for a very long period of time. So if you're doing that and your spouse feels that way, you need to go today after you listen to this and you need to buy her some flowers or candy or whatever it is she wants or a drink from her favorite store or jewelry stores always work great, to be honest, if you can do that and go do that today, immediately. Um, go do it immediately. Break that cycle. And that's really kind of what it takes. It takes breaking that cycle that, that she feels, well, you only did this because you wanted something from me. Right. Well, if you were intimate, you know, last night, go do something today, right now, so that she doesn't feel like that you did it just because you want something from her again. You, you break those cycles and then you do that consistently and repetitively over a long period of time to build that mm -hmm. belief system in her that um, she knows you're doing this because you love her, not because you want something from her. Is that, is that making mm -hmm. sense? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's, it's huge. It's a, it's a very large problem that a lot of newly married, newly dating young people deal with. I mean, mm -hmm. that was something that like Brayden and I, when we first got married was something like I struggled with. I'm like, oh, well, you're only doing this because now you've figured out that this wonderful thing is and you want it all the time. Right. And like, while yes, that might be partially true. It was again, communication between the two of mm -hmm. us, like, Okay, yeah, just because I was like, you know, something as simple as you vacuuming without me asking you. Yeah, we might have sex tonight. Like, right. it seems so small, but like, in the beginning, we have to communicate those mm -hmm. things because otherwise, like, I dealt with like very pent up, like, a frustration because I'm like, okay, you just are doing this because not because you like me, but because you want something from me. And I had to do some unlearning mm -hmm. and like reprocessing and yeah. things for myself because that wasn't necessarily the case for Brayden. Right. Um, and that was something I put on him because yeah. of society and what yep. society says. Right. Um, but again, communicating that like, Hey, you know, mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm doing this because I love you and getting ahead of it instead mm -hmm. of, you know, your timing matters too. Like if you are buying flowers after an argument, like it doesn't, it's not 
necessarily the best look. Like there are things and that takes learning and getting to know your partner Mm -hmm. um, more and more and more over time and being intentional with the questions that you ask to get you there. You're so right. And like people aren't, it just seems like people aren't in the long game anymore. You know, divorce is so prevalent in our society. And if, if you've been divorced, like this is no no hate, no judgment. I, it's not at all. People get divorced for various reasons and it's valid. I, I'm not saying that it's not, but I just feel like divorce is the the quick button these days. Like it's not like a let's fix what's broken. Let's work through it. We're in it for the long game. You know, it's this isn't working for me, so I'm out. Right. right? And I, I, I think that that really hurts this whole dynamic of relationships because it's like Tommy was saying earlier, it's the long game. We have been doing this now. It seems unfathomable, but we have been, we have been married for 20 years, you know? And if you had told 18 year old me when we got married, that it was like, you know, you're going to blink and you're going to be married 20 years. And these are all the things you're going to go through and all the things you, you know, like I, I, you, my mind blown. Right. 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 But when you're in the long game, you understand that you're going to have seasons where, you know, sex is not always a priority. Right. Right. You go through different physical limitations. You go through emotional stuff. You, you know, have kids, you all these things. And not that it's not a priority in your relationship, but it's not the front runner. Right. When you're newly married, it's the front runner. Right. Right. When you're when you've been at it for a while, it's not the front runner all the time. It ebbs and flows. Right. And so if, if you stop loving your spouse and showing love to your spouse in those seasons where you're tired and you can't put forth all this effort and you can't do these things, then that connection, just the connection between you fades and the connection in your brain that goes, oh, well, he only shows me love when we have sex. And if we're not, we can't have sex right now, then he's not showing love to me. He doesn't really love me. He loves sex. Right. right. And we see that play out a lot in culture. Um, and so I, I love that that you're talking about this, Tommy, where you're like, it's really the consistency over a period of time um, that you really have to stick it out and really just be intentional. Because whether they like to believe it or not, guys are intentional about a lot of things, right? And women see that. I think that's part of where the frustration is, right? They can be intentional if they're, if they're career guys, they're intentional about their career and what they wear and how they respond and all these things, right? If they're, if they're sports guys, they're intentional about their sports. If they're video game guys, they're intentional about their video games, right? And so it's like you, women see all this intention, going into other areas. And so what do, what do we take away from that? True or not, we take away from it. Oh, well you value that. So that's where you put your time, energy and effort. You don't value me. So. Mm, mm, mm. Mic drop. Any last words of wisdom, honey? I think a lot of it in how we feel is a lot of conditioning and repetitive responses to that behavior is really what it is. Um, a spouse is, uh, whether male or female are going to respond into how they are conditioned in the marriage based on their behavior. So, you know, this is a terrible example. So forgive me for giving it, but a men are a lot like a golden, a Labrador retriever. If you give us a treat, <laughs> they're going to respond. If you, if you're going to give us a treat for jumping out of a second story window, we're going to climb the stairs and jump out every single time. 
if you're going to give me a treat. And in ladies, I think you're not Labrador retrievers, uh, uh, but it does go the same way. I don't think it's as, uh, it's as severe as far as a response goes, but we all respond in our human nature to how we're conditioned and, and what we receive and give for what we give, if that makes sense. So if I'm going to expect something from you, I need to give into that in order to receive something out of it. And the good news of that is, is that if I do give into that, I will receive something out of it and probably more than what I expected. And I hope guys really hear that. <laughs> if that's an area of struggle in your relationship, in your marriage, on the physical side of things, the question may not be what you're receiving as much as it is what you're giving in. If she sees you giving all of this to, and I had to learn this, I had to learn this myself that if she sees me giving all of my effort and we have to have honest conversations sometimes about this, even now, if she sees me giving all of my effort into church and into fishing and into all these other things and, and I'm not receiving anything, she's, she's not going to be as willing to give. But if she sees me, yes, he's working hard. And that becomes the, the excuse that we use as guys, but yeah, I'm working hard for my family. Yeah, but not always. And a lot of that isn't just about your family. A lot of that's about your own ambitions and goals and things of that nature, too. She still needs to see that there's more to her than you providing for the family and for you achieving goals and dreams. You have to be feeding into that life and into her life as much as wanting her to give something back to you. And, and whatever, whatever that may be, whether it's whether it's the physical intimacy, whether it's taking care of things around the house because you're not home or whatever it is, you still have to feed into that on a consistent basis. Mm -hmm. And Valentine's Day and stuff like that is part of it. If you're not giving an effort and putting forth your best effort and doing things, whatever you can afford in whatever way you can, mm -hmm. then you're going to you can look to expect the minimum from her, too. And because she's only going to get her best for a while. And then what's going to happen is you're going to break down. The marriage is going to struggle. Aside from normal struggles that go on in marriage, those things are going to break down. It's going to struggle and, and you're going to have a hard time. So if you will start building that now and building on top of that now, you're setting yourself up for long-term success. That way, when you do have the job loss and you do have, you know, taxes take everything you had, which it did from us a couple of years ago, you know, and, and, and you're just drained your whole marriage isn't crumbling because you've been feeding into that for a long period of time already. Mm -hmm. you, right. you realize that those things aren't what make your marriage and you're going to be fine regardless of what else happens. As long as you've got the two of you together, everything will be fine. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this fellas on the day that it, it drops, which is February the 13th, you still have time mm -hmm. to do something special for your partner tomorrow. Um, whether that is write her a note, make her a coffee or a green tea or, you know, plan dinner or, you know, take something off her plate or buy her flowers. Or if you have the finances and you can go by the jewelry store, do that. Okay. Whatever it is, you still have time. And if you're listening to this after Valentine's day and you didn't get it right this year, that's okay. 
I promise that if you come home whatever day you hear this and you do something nice for your spouse, it will be appreciated, mm-hmm. maybe apprehensively at first, <laughs> but it will be appreciated. And if you continue to be consistent, um, your relationship will change in positive ways because it is true that if we all wanted to, we would. Mm-hmm. Right. We make excuses all the time. But the truth about it is that what matters to us. Yeah. We we put our time and our energy and our resources into. So just remember that you are not too much. Not too much. You're not too little. Not too little. You are just enough. Just enough.